did you ever thought of securing a job in australia you know but you don't want to spend lot of money lot of people are in the same boat like they are running tight on the budget but you know they don't want to uh, come here to australia and uh, spend uh, lakhs of rupees or lots of dollars thousands of dollars for masters then you know of applying for job they don't want to do that instead a lot of people want to directly apply from overseas i have been coming across this question a lot recently like uh, how to secure a job in australia without spending much money mostly from uh, india so today i'm going to cover this topic what are the different ways of getting a job in australia from offshore without spending much money no masters required Hey hello champions welcome to the level up with the AG podcast i hope everyone doing fantastic let's uh, get this new episode rolling there are many ways of getting a job in australia from uh, offshore without studying in australia like without um, studying masters or bachelors here you would be amazed if i tell you that there are 43 different work visa types to move to australia without spending much money i know that wonders you know even i got surprised to know like uh, all these um, visa types i also know only few visa types but i don't know about uh, all these uh, 43 different visa types today i am not going to cover about like all those visa types and you know what are the different other ways i'm going to cover only the most popular among all those uh, 43 visa types in some cases you need sponsors or employers and in some cases like you don't need sponsor there are other ways too but um, i will talk about all those things today stay tuned until the very end of this episode so that you can get all the insights of uh, how to get a job in australia from overseas without spending much money in australia so what are the different uh, visa types that we have before going to that thing let me tell you the like most popular uh, like different fields in australia that there are like a uh, very a uh, skill shortage in australia like uh, even the covid time when the borders were shut like uh, a lot of people were in whoever in australia they got like you know uh, plenty of jobs but normally there is there will be a net migration thing uh, which comes from um, all over the world to australia on the skilled work visas they didn't come to australia for almost like 2 and a half years then there was like so much of a skill shortage and i believe still there is a so much of skill shortage in different different uh, you know fields and popular sectors today before going to any of the visa information i would like to discuss a few of the popular sectors here that are you know experiencing the skill shortage and normally in general uh, those are the popular sectors that gets the most of the skill migration like overseas skill migration from the overseas on different kinds of visas and those are like very popular in australia they are the backbone of australian economy so because of uh, this overseas migration it keeps you know supporting the overall economic growth of australia and those kind of um, popular sectors are number 1 oil and gas number 2 mining 
Number three, tourism and hotel management. Number four, information and communication technology. Number five, education like teaching, healthcare services. Number six, construction and architects. Number seven, financial services. I didn't rank all of these in particular order of, uh, you know, experiencing most skill shortages, but these are the most, uh, you know, popular sectors in Australia that gets the immigrants from, you know, not immigrants, not only just immigrants, like overseas skilled migrants from other parts of the old. So, as I said earlier, I'm not going to discuss about all the 43 work visas Australia has, but instead I'm going to discuss about the most popular and the useful visas here. So the most popular work visa among all the 43 visas is TSS, Temporary Skill Shortage Visa, and the number is 482. So that here the number means each and every visa type in Australia, like Australia ever got, there will be a number for that uh, visa type. So here the TSS means temporary skill shortage and the number of that visa is 482. That's how we like pronounce here, like 482 visa. So what are the uh, terms and conditions of these um, uh, TSS visa is, there are like uh, some terms and conditions and even along with that, there are different kinds. Again, in this visa also, they are short term stream, medium term stream labor agreement stream subsequent entrance so with the name itself you might have thinking like short term means for less period of time and the medium term means like uh like a little bit longer and labor is a little bit longer so here i will explain one about uh, uh, each uh, visa type at a time like so in tss visa short term means it could be up to two years or it could be up to four years so under one one more important rule is as i said earlier australia got like a uh, skilled occupation list we call it as sol so each and every year this will be keep updating so sol means so let's say whatever the you know skills or fields in australia that are experiencing like you know severe labor or skilled labor shortage then they will include that in those SOL list and prepare each year. So each year this SOL list will be keep changing, but there are few few types of uh, uh, job roles and uh, occupation list, uh, you know, occupation types mainly. Occupation types means like software engineer and hotel management, you know, civil engineer. These are the occupation types. Each and every year this list will be keep updating based on the severity of the skill shortage. So whoever is applying for so why i'm discussing about skill shortage list so whoever is applying for these kind of uh, visas like work visas their occupation should be in that list otherwise they can't be you know if they can they can apply for the jobs but they can't be able to uh, get the tss visa you know uh, straight away it takes a lot of time so let's say you applied in 2023 but but you haven't got any uh a skill occupation that that they it is listed on the occupation list then you won't get that visa it take like several months even even your visa could be rejected that's why it is always better to check this skilled occupation list of that year like updated list before you are even applying for the jobs 
check whether your op- occupation is on the list or not. If it is there, then you can go further. Like, you know, you can go to other, like finding employers and, you know, accommodations. So there are like uh, uh, things which comes later, but the first foremost priority is whether your occupation is on the skill list or not. So as I mentioned earlier, for this uh, temporary skill shortage visa, short-term stream, you need employer sponsor. It could be up to two years or four years, and your occupation should be on the uh, skilled occupation list, and you should have minimum English score. So this is like just how we uh, write PTE and uh, you know uh, TOEFL for other countries, just like that. You need either TOEFL or PTE score for Australia as well, with the minimum there is like a competent English kind of thing so we need at least that score like a, a for IELTS I believe it's um, six band out of uh, nine so yeah and the next stream in this visa is medium stream visa this could be up to four years like maximum time you can spend on in Australia is four years and same like uh, other other type your occupation should be on the uh, SYL list so I no need to uh, if I if I do I no need to tell here like whether your occupation is on the list or not. That is mandatory for all the occupation types. Whoever is applying for the jobs, that their occupation should be on the skilled occupation list. Dot. That's it. So and the next one is labor agreement stream in the TSS 482 itself. So your employer should have a labor agreement with the Australian government. Normally, this means, let's say there are some big organizations like, you know, uh, let's say there is a, a this construction company which is very popular in Australia called Metricon. They should have like a labor agreement with the Australian government to bring like, you know, bulk of, uh, you know, like bulk of people like um, uh, skilled laborers from overseas all over the world. So this is another stream in this TSS 482 itself for like bulk migration. And the maximum time you can spend on this one is also four years. And there is another stream here, subsequent entrance, only for family members who are applying separately for their uh, TSS visa. Let's say, let's say there is, uh, you already got uh, your partner here in Australia, but he applied on their own. Now you got married. So now if you want to apply for your partner as well, like newlywed partner, then you can uh, use uh, this kind of uh, subsequent entrance stream or there are a few other uh, different types also, but this is uh, like most popular among this uh, TSS um, 482. As I mentioned earlier, in each case, you need the English score. So TSS 482 is all good. You explain different kinds of visas like uh, streams. Then what is uh, uh, another most popular visa? This is called 186 employer nomination scheme for each and every of these uh, visas your employer need to sponsor you otherwise you can't be able to uh, you know get into australia and remember you don't need to do any masters any bachelors you know you don't even need to uh, do any course in australia this is completely the company is sponsoring you because they got skill shortage and they're bringing you over here they will pay for your a visa process like you know visa process kind of thing normally employer whoever bringing employer here they need to pay some kind of um, amount to the australian government because they are showing the cause of uh, because they the local job that they are they are giving it to the other overseas migrant so because of this 
the employer whoever sponsoring you they need to pay some amount to australia so bringing overseas migrants to overseas skilled migrants to australia is not an easy task trust me they spend a lot of money on the uh, skilled migrants that's why there is a rule also once you come to australia you shouldn't change the employer so whatever the period of time that you get like maximum out of that period of time at least like i believe three years that you need to work for the same employer you can't change the jobs you can't do any other jobs apart from your job so if you come to australia on a work visa then that's the only thing you should be doing you shouldn't do any other part-time jobs over the weekends or in the evenings no you are not allowed to do any of those kind of stuff here when you are on the this uh, sponsored um, visa kind of thing so another popular visa is 186 employer nomination scheme as i said earlier you need skill you need to have your occupation in the skill occupation list and you need to have the english score and uh, so the difference between tss 482 and the 186 is 186 sometimes could be permanent and again in this 186 there are different streams and you can check it later like you know all these um, visa types that i'm going to explain like most popular ones then you can um, google about them and uh, check which one is suitable for you 186 is uh, very hard to get because um, it could be permanent visa also like once you get this visa that means you can stay in australia permanently as long as you want but the thing is first you need to work for that employer for at least a minimum period of uh, three years then only you can uh, you are eligible to you know uh, other other permanent visa thing so there is a, another popular uh, visa here regional sponsored visa here like um, so don't get me don't get me wrong here when i say regional sponsored visa means because uh, normally we think regional means uh, uh, like villages or remote areas uh, in uh, india you know but here regional sponsored visa means apart from melbourne sydney brisbane which are the three largest uh, uh, australian cities apart from these three cities rest of the australia is regional i know you you know about like uh, so many other cities in australia like perth hobart canberra and uh, other like adelaide which are like very popular but still they are all regional so under regional a sponsored visa is the name itself says if you are ready to work and live in those regional areas then this visa is for you you can apply you can ask your so employer like whoever is registered in the regional areas they only uh, can bring the skilled migrants from the overseas which means let me take the example i will tell you one example let's say as i mentioned earlier there is a big construction company metricon they got offices all over the world and they got like mostly in uh, australia they got offices in brisbane sydney melbourne perth so the thing here is let's say uh, you got a you want to work in um, western australia which is like whole part of the state is uh, regional but the thing is this company which i mentioned earlier like x company they should have a office in that regional area otherwise they can't sponsor you to bring you to the western australia region so it's a it's a simple logic without having an office in regional area where would you come and work so the thing is that company should be registered in the regional area and again to make it more simplified australia has divided all these um, are regional like whole of the australia like rest of the australia which are i said is regional into different parts 
so they should have their company in those different parts otherwise they can't bring you uh, here and work in that particular region so what are the terms and conditions what are the benefits of this if you are ready to work and live in regional australia then you can uh, use this visa kind of thing and this could be up to five years or sometimes they, this can be permanent visa also like 187 needs employer sponsoring as i said all these work visas needs employer sponsoring and as i mentioned all these work visas needs a minimum english score as well so it's all good ag like we discussed about all these um, um, like more popular uh, visa types in um, in employment but what about the jobs how can we apply for the jobs how can we get the jobs like how can we know first of all there are these kind of jobs ex existed which are which are ready to sponsor the overseas um, skilled migrants so as i keep dwelling on these things so many times there are different steps and the first one i would like to say here is applying on linkedin if you notice few of the job posts they will say they are ready to sponsor so if you go to linkedin and apply for like you know check for what are the jobs like they are ready to sponsor then you can get a list of all the sponsor avail sponsorship availability jobs in your nominated field then what you can do simply is just apply for those jobs but the thing is just like how we compete with the other people here also there are there are many people who are applying for these sponsored jobs because sponsored jobs are very less normally companies tend to uh, you know prioritize the people who are based in australia you know to hire them and uh, and train them and make them more useful for their company rather than spending lots of money and uh, bringing them from overseas but don't get disheartened this is this is not like a very common scenario this is like most of the companies like prefer skilled migrants also i will tell you the reason here so if you let's say there is a company x and there is a company y x is hiring the people who are in australia and y is hiring y prefers to hire the people who comes from outside of the australia so if you hire a people x and they are you need to pay minimum wages there is minimum wages for each and every uh, person in australia like who are, like for every job role there is a minimum wage if he is working full time then there is minimum wage and if he is working casual there is there is hourly pay so sometimes for company x this could be like very expensive task because you need to pay all these um, uh, things to them and uh, you know and you never know when will they leave because switching companies here is um, like quite very common so sometimes you need to pay higher price to get the good good labor good skill labor in australia i meant to say skill labor means that we don't do like no labor jobs it's like a all like even it employee also called as a skill labor here and there is company y here who prefers only hiring from overseas then upfront to bring them to australia they need to pay some amount to australia that can't be like very high it's like a uh, it's like for big company it could be like very minimum uh, amount if they have like agreement with the australian government but in this case the company wide doesn't pay so much to the candidates who are who they are bringing from overseas they pay less amount when compared to the people who are already in australia 
and and as i said the condition here is once you come to australia on work visa you should work for your employer for three years so if you notice here you can hire people cheap from overseas and they will stick with you for three years they don't have any other option they can't change the employer so here this is but but the thing is you have to pay upfront cost that's why some companies prefer overseas uh, skilled migrants than when compared to uh, the people who are based in australia so come to our, come back to our topic like applying on linkedin so as i said earlier all the like you know job posts who who are ready to sponsor they will mention in the job itself like at the very end of the or at the very starting of the advertisement itself like they are ready to sponsor then you can if it is uh, if it is um, uh, the field that you are interested in or the job that you are interested in as i said earlier there are like plenty of uh, uh, fields in on sectors in australia like oil and uh, you know oil and uh, uh, gas and mining these two are the most popular in australia they get like hundreds of thousands of people each and every year from overseas to work in their mines and you know oil companies that ict like the technology also very popular in australia so once you apply for those kind of jobs don't forget to follow up with the company or the recruitment you know the recruitment agent after a week of application once you apply for that because as i said earlier there is a lot of uh, demand for these uh, sponsorship visas but if you if you think from um, um, employee point of view it is good for the employees you know not spending like 50000 60000 dollars australian dollars here and coming to australia working on uh, a work visa and getting like 80000 90000 dollars that's very good from employee point of view you know but here that's why i said there is a lot of demand for those kind of jobs so you are competing with so many other people if you if you lagging behind by not following up with the recruitment and not like you know not connecting with them then you are missing the chances here so once you apply for the jobs you should always follow with them and remember don't get disappointed if you can't secure a role because there are plenty of choices always available this is not like a one day or one month process it is like continuous process until you get the job in australia so you have to keep applying on on linkedin and the other way is list out all the australian based companies who do mostly sponsoring jobs this is this is apart from linkedin you had to just google them you had to do your own research and list out all the companies like in your field who like normally hire most of the overseas skilled migrants then um, they will bring it here so you had to list out all those companies then go to their career website and apply from there and if they if you get to know like who is the recruiter or or you know the company will keep following you with them like it's again the same kind of thing so another popular kind of way to come to australia is family sponsored visa this is like uh, let's say there is a person called x and he settled in australia like very long back and he like he or she now they are like um, citizens or permanent residents then if they want to bring their family members to australia they can bring over them here not for just few months they can bring them for here uh, like to australia for like years also so what happens is once they come here you can again again in these family sponsored visas there are different kind of things whether they are coming for visiting or whether they are coming for working based on that you can again um, you know apply for this kind of visa but the thing here is 
whoever is uh, applying for this family sponsored like let's say who are the person based in australia they need to pay security deposit like they need to show okay we are bringing one of our relative but they are well you know well uh, secured and uh, we got them covered like in insurance wise and everything we got the security deposit covered in our bank account so they need to show like 10 to 15 thousand dollars in their bank account to cover their expenses it is just like to show them not to keep them like forever until the period of time on that person stays in australia so once you come here on the family sponsored visa like work visa then you can you are eligible to work here in uh, australia for like many years and the other other like most popular visa type here is partnered visa i know this is the most uh, easiest visa so let's say your partner got a job in australia and uh, you also would like to come to australia along with them then you can also work in your skilled occupation list here there is no restriction unlike other countries there is um, uh, no restriction here in australia like for partners not to work this here all the partners will get full-time work rights it doesn't matter what what visa you come to australia but all the partners will get full-time work rights you can you both can work you know uh, like otherwise um, and there is a, another uh, so like another thing here let's say out of uh, two like wife and husband if um, if one of you can do masters for a little bit less expensive course and the other one could be doing the full-time work you know so they are eligible to full-time work rates also but as i said this will take a little bit of uh, money to do masters here for one of you but the thing is but the thing here is this is also a very good way of uh, what do you call this uh, good thing for you because as i said in the previous uh, 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 visa types in this um, in this thing you no need to work for single employer for three years or four years this could be like you're working here on your own you can change the companies whenever you want and you know but after like three years or four years working on that um, visa as a partner you can apply for the permanent residency as well based on your point system as i mentioned in my earlier uh, podcast australian prs are mainly like points based system so uh, once you acquire as much as uh, points then you also can apply for your you know permanent residency and let's say you are your uh, partner the other partner like significant partner wife or husband they are doing the masters so once they do the masters here they get again temporary residence like three years now so overall five years of um, visa they also can be eligible for pr so here you are creating two chances for yourself like with your partner with your partner masters and that year you get like you are eligible to the permanent residency and uh, with your thing you already working in australia for like few years then you got accumulated more points then you also can apply for pr like in each other peers you can include your partners and kids as well so this is like even though you spend money on masters but still you create uh, more chances to to know to settle here in australia permanently so these are the different kinds of uh, uh, types of visas that we have like tss 482 186 and the regional sponsored visa you know and uh, family sponsored visa partner visa and i have mentioned like few ways few ways like how to apply for those kind of jobs as well and there is a, another useful website also seek seek.com.au i will list out in the uh, you know the details section of uh, this podcast you can go back and check there so in seek also you can search for the jobs which are eligible which are providing the sponsorship 
so you can apply for those kind of job so before before applying for you you have to do your extensive research how you can get the job here and what are the companies and what are the ways i know few of my uh, like uh, friends and a few of my uh, back in um, bachelor juniors they also came like to australia on this visa but the thing is it could be like little bit uh, less package when compared to people already settled here like uh, came to australia it makes sense because they paid so much money for masters and they came here so they get more money and the people who are coming from uh, overseas they get little bit less when compared to here like i'm not talking about the each and every one person gets it i'm talking about the, it's the average but the thing is you are not spending any money up front so it's a good way to come to australia on what visa you know settle down here along the way if you if you have any like questions or if you need any help with these visa clients then just shoot me an email i'll mention that in the description of this podcast that's all from me about this episode champions if you have anything else that you want me to do in the coming episodes please email it to me in the mentioned email address i hope you enjoyed today's episode see you soon in the next episode thank you